Hi. Hello. Hello. How you doing? So good. Not as good as last week, but close. Not as good. I don't know. I feel like you're happy being back in your element. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wine About Birth podcast. We are three birth professionals. And best friends. And we're here to talk about what it's really like to live in the world of birth. It's not all glitter and rainbows. Or as we like to say, it's a lot more shit than giggles. I'm Kim Haynes, midwife at a busy birth center and small home birth practice. I'm Meredith Rout, also a midwife at the same small home birth practice. And I'm Jess McKee. I'm a doula for clients in and out of the hospital and also a birth assistant for you guys at your amazing out-of-hospital practice. Yes. Yes. This is like a really slow month for us, though. It's so nice. It has to spend time together. It's been fantastic, but we need to apologize because on our last episode... It's cold out right now. It is. We said we were going to do another episode from Key West. We did not do that. (laughs) We did not. And then life happened and we decided we would. And by life, we mean there was beaches close by. So that happened. So we laid on the beach instead of doing another episode. But we still are going to fill you in on the rest of our trip. It was <laughs> awesome. It was awesome. It was a mixed bag, baby. <laughs> a mixed bag. Kim only had like 40 panic attacks. Maybe. That was, you had less than I thought. I think you just had one mm-hmm. long one that lasted about four hours. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I had one that started when we were out Thursday night. Mm-hmm. It was, I was all golden. It was like all gravy, baby. And then nine o'clock hit. <laughs> and then it was like, oh, no, it's starting. <laughs> I actually stopped drinking at eight o'clock and y'all bitches just kept going. And I was like, I'll oh, take another that water. That was the best drinking I've ever done in my I'll life. I'll take another water. I'll take another. I just drank water from eight until we. Me and However, Meredith. we did get lots of water, though, which I think was clutch. Me and Meredith were in our prime. We yeah, were we dancing. were. There was one point in time, which I might be a little bit aggressive. Maybe I'm too aggressive because there's one point in time no. where me and Meredith were dancing and there was these Spanish guys uh, behind They're me. They're Argentinian. Who, they were from Argentina. Okay. I don't remember. I was drinking. Anyway, they were like, they tried to flirt with me. And I was like. They were assholes. I was like, what are you thinking? You're not even dancing. They had on matching shirts also, which made them look like a couple. Okay. Let me tell the sober version of the story. Okay. 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 First of all, speaking really broken Spanish to them. (laughs) (laughs) No, you were having a full out conversation about, it was about the the I told them they were assholes because they weren't dancing to anything else. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. (laughs) So they, I was watching from my sober standpoint and first Uh off, they were not matching shirts. They were just similar patterns. Oh, in my brain, they were very much matching. No, they were not. (laughs) Secondly, they asked to dance with you. One of them asked to dance with Jeff. Yeah, and we are used to dancing because it was like eighties music, so good, like all your good whatever that we're used to, and they did not know how to dance to that. No, they said we don't know how to dance to anything but our music. Mm -hmm. He he said this had something like this has no soul, this has no beat, and they were like judging us for dancing to it. Right, I I remember saying they were not judging us. Drunk Meredith hated him because he had a penis and immediately thought they were judging her. But really they were simply saying your white girl music sucks, but come to the club next door and dance with me to my music. At which point which I was in their like, defense at 3am. I did hear the music coming out of that club and it was it phenomenal. Was we so, were but then, sleep but at then three I remember saying something like, don't be a douche. You can dance your kind of dancing yes. to any kind of music. I Watch s- this. Yes. I sat back and watched Jess and Mary. And so I grab, I grab this man like he's a woman. She did. And Which, I proceeded. I, 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 I did not like that. I proceeded to lead him in Spanish dancing to the <laughs> 80s music. And I was like, 
look at this. You can dance. You're kind of I dancing. wish you could see Jess's aggressive face music. right now. She it was, was very intense. She was so aggressive. And I was like, oh, God. I'm pretty sure they left at that point. I think I might have even twirled him. I think you tried to and it didn't work. <laughs> you absolutely. I think you absolutely did try to twirl him. And I, at and that point, he, I was just in full out panic. And then he ran away very quickly. Because he did. was like, mm-hmm. I'm not used to this kind of aggressive woman. And mm-hmm. then I sat back and I was like, Jess is going to chase all the men away for me. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> and then I danced with Mary. Meredith, who's my dancing soul, soul sister. Mate. And so then we were like, she just See, twirls me is, around. It's magical. This is perfect. There was one point where I thought we were going down. And that's when I knew that we were goddesses is but when we, we did didn't go, we down. Did go down. So as I was sitting in my dark, dark corner, not talking to anyone, he kept looking back at her and she looked in a full <laughs> plum pla- like panic. And Jess and I would just turn away from her and pretend like she was fine. We don't know this person <laughs> at all. She doesn't exist. And then we look at our waiter and be like, bring more water. <laughs> And to, another shot of tequila to for person. Jess, and we'll take we'll take tequila. <laughs> She'll take more water. No, the hi- no for me that night. The highlight was I ordered just whiskey straight, and they kept bringing out like That's five right. or six shots. You at asked a time. the bartender at one point, "Hey, how many how many shots do you think is in this?" And he goes, "I don't know, three or four. Yeah, and he was like, "I guess they're just pouring <laughs> deep tonight." And I was like, "Okay." And so then Real I got the deep. first one, and then they brought back another one. Oh no, it was amazing. Yes. So okay, and I so paid fourteen dollars. So what I saw, <laughs> no, I paid fourteen dollars. <laughs> Y'all bitches were drunk, and I paid the tab. You're welcome. That was your way of getting us out the door. <laughs> so I sat back and. Twice, two times, a man came up to the two of you dancing and tried to cut in. They, I don't remember this at they, all. Twice, two separate men walked up and did you, I growl at them? No, you guys you were barked like Roscoe. You, <laughs> you guys were so you guys were so in love and dancing and laughing into each other's eyes. You didn't even notice these men walking by. And of course, then they look at me because obviously I'm there with you guys, You're and I'm by like, yourself I don't know. with your panic eyes on. So I'm just sitting there oh trying, not, trying not to vomit. But if I did throw up, I would have blended right in yeah, because I was it, it would have just gone on the floor with all the other with vomit all the on other the vomit. So it was just so funny because I'm like, guys. You guys are so in love. You don't see these men trying to dance with you. And you're like, fuck the men. I had enough of men that (laughs) night. (laughs) It was so funny. Anyway, I felt very safe in my little corner. Whenever I imagine that night through my drunk eyes, I just imagine you like in a little cave. Like you were just like Mm -hmm. in this little cave off in the corner by yourself guarding the entrance. I did make my cave. Meredith, you did get in a fight with one man. Honestly, though, I'm so proud of myself that night. I had two very good conversations. Yeah. I did not... But it got get aggressive. It got anyone. really to me. It felt aggressive because I'm a peacemaker. But then the way that I tried to end the conversation was, was by very smacking aggressive. Both of us. So I stood up <laughs> on my bar stool and I smacked both of them in the face at the same time. And I was like, "Everybody, shut up!" Oh, it worked though. Oh my god, he, he turned his face to me and he was like, "Did you just slap me in the?" It was the gentle was like, slap. It yes, didn't even hurt. I did. And I'll slap you again if you don't shut up. <laughs> it was horrible. When you stood up and sla- and I here I am trying to like hide in myself. I'm like, if I don't say anything, no one will notice me. And then here comes drunk Jess. She burst. I don't think she was drunk yet. That uh, was very early in the evening. Yes, she was. And it wasn't that early. She burst from her stool. <laughs> like a phoenix then, rising from the ashes. Yes, and it was in slow motion. And I tried to stop it. I was like, no. 
You don't keep her from hitting people. Well, I tried. I definitely threw my hand out, but before I could reach, it was like, flap, flap. And I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Stop hitting you, people. Okay, I'd like to point out, you had time to stop her from hitting me, but you did not stop her from hitting me. I did. Because you probably her. felt like I did. No, I she did. full out hit me. I totally I, worth well, it. Well, I didn't think she was going to hit you. <laughs> totally worth it. It was that that was a complete, that was a complete like. I'm pretty sure I was giggling by the time you connected with my cheek. Because I was like, I was we com- need this. This I is was fair. Completely this is totally worth this it. This is worth it. I was like, shock and value. And this conversation where this man mansplained to me is never going to stop talking. So I'm really glad turned, it's over. He turns towards me because I'm obviously clearly like, a calm person. I'm sitting there. I have my Shocking. water. I'm totally normal. And he goes. I'm sorry if anything I said was offensive. I said, don't fucking apologize he to me. He, he wasn't actually apologizing. He didn't I give said, a fuck about well, how I said, I don't, I'm dead on the inside. Across. I don't have any feelings. That's why I'm drinking water. So <laughs> goodbye. And, and now, now I'm running away. Leave. Where did Kim go? She's uh, hiding in the bathroom. For me, that felt like the first 30 minutes of the night. Yeah. Well, that felt like the very beginning. So anyway, that's pretty much the end of our trip. And then we had to bike back to our apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, wait, no, I thought you were talking about the next day. <laughs> no, that night. So we are episode I'm, that morning because I we almost hit a couple cars, but it was because yeah, I tried to talk it to them. Real it was close. really close. She was, told a police officer, thank you for your service when he told us where the pizza oh place was. Oh my God. <laughs> Listen, I was ready it to was go so home. Nice. They were so nice. Were they so nice? No, you were just drunk. They weren't that nice. <laughs> he told us where the pizza place Everybody was. Everybody was delightful. He <laughs> answered a question. How, uh, I feel like other people she, are like, no, fuck let off. Me, I'm doing me, my job. Let me redo this. <laughs> okay. I'm like, guys, get on the bike. Guys, guys, on the bike. Get on the bike. Get on the bike. Get on the bike. Uh, officer, hello. <laughs> could you could you tell me where is the delicious pizza place that somebody told me about? And I was like, oh, my God. And he goes, yes, it's about three blocks down to the left on whatever street. And she goes, oh, yeah, thank you for your service. <laughs> And then I think we went to look for it and couldn't find it. At that point, it. no, I had already left because as, I couldn't take it anymore. Then we Which like, is why Jess almost hit the car was because she didn't have someone to track in front of her. So but then we like backed around, like we came past yeah, we them definitely again the at some place. point, and I yelled at them, "Thank you for your service again." <laughs> again, I was fine with that. I at no point <laughs> the did that cause are so nice. My twelve-hour well, panic as attack. Somebody explained us at the bar; they just like don't want to do with anyone's bullshit, so they just kind of let things slide. Because like I'm not doing the paperwork for this. No, it ain't worth it. They were really nice. That that same night was the night that a guy, a drunk, he was obviously, no, maybe that was the night before when he kept accidentally touching my butt. And I say accidentally. Oh, yeah. No, that was the first night. And that he was, was obviously night. wasted. But anyway, he walked by I'm twice. Shocked. The first time I felt him brush my, my buttock on the stool. And I was like, oh, he's drunk. His mouth's hanging open. Obviously, that was a mistake. No, but your butt's just that hot. It was, or that big. And I was taking up more of the aisle than I realized. <laughs> so then on his way back, he did it again. And I did that thing where I freaked out. And I said, if you fucking touch my ass by accident one more time, I'm going to kick you in your fucking throat. I thought you were going to go at him in that moment. I was like, oh, And he yes. goes what and i was like oh, oh that's not what he did he too panicked much. too he, much his like mouth felt even more open than it already was and he was like oh, i would never oh, um, I, would I don't know never, and then i was like not. i should probably tone it down and then that also was perfect. what he i was gonna say it. was we did that whole episode on fetal positioning where we then later met a pregnant woman who had a posterior baby and you told her how to rock out the miles circuit i yeah, did you did and you rocked that miles you rocked that miles that miles circuit, circuit so hard so good there's nothing like drunk just to talk about the mile circuit <laughs> exactly so we did work as well yes always working 
We gave out our cards to lots of people. We, and yeah. for the record, we had five we've had five listens from QS this week. Yes. So must have worked. Oh, remember when you ran into that super hot woman in the bathroom and tore her oh shirt? Oh my god, with my with teeth. With your teeth? <laughs> mm-hmm. she because was she was so trying to hot. she was trying to rip a hole and Meredith's like, Look guys, I ripped a shirt with my teeth and then we gave her our card. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how our trip ended. Um plus so there was like fun. delicious coffee thrown in, lots of relaxing. So, oh yeah, there's literally like the best rice and beans place. <sighs> around the corner so from our good. little Airbnb. And Cafe Con Leche. Yes, oh, so, so delicious. See, I'm having more fun revisiting than I actually had in the moment. <laughs> Not me. Not me. No, it was such a Not good me. trip. We um, were such wimps on the way home, though. I thought we were all going to die on the airplane. Listen, <laughs> I get Seriously. No, like, motion sickness, and that I flight was awful. I was fine. I literally, as I was walking to the airport... Like I had this huge like wave of emotion and I was like, are we really going home? Are we leaving this beautiful like bubble of a trip? We talked about are staying we another going day at least to four the cold? times. And I know I'm dead inside, but I literally was holding back tears. I was like, don't cry. Not she me. was like cuddled up in the fetal oh, position God. in her seat of her airplane, ignoring everybody else. And it we were was just like, horrible. I was sprinting towards the plane. I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> no. I'm leaving. Leave I'm leaving my, you, leave Key West. I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think I've ever <laughs> you come. You gave me herpes, Key West. <laughs> I don't think I've ever come down from a trip like I have this one. I've spent the entire weekend like binge watching reality TV shows and hating the weather. I will say when we got off the plane, when we got there, every cell in my body went, welcome home, <laughs> which just makes me know I need to buy my vacation home. And then the yeah. drive home made me realize that I hate being home fucking yes. hate this weather it's 30 so some degrees bad. out today yeah i haven't actually been outside for longer than 20 minutes because i can't it's not natural it. it's not natural it's not and i do want to say to olivia i brought legend so we could watch it but we didn't have a dvd player yeah so we're gonna watch it this weekend hopefully yes yes okay what are we talking so then about today? we actually have a subject today so now that we got out all the rest of our now things that we about just our took trip, up our episode. I, I hope that that was amusing to you um today we're actually doing an episode that we've been talking about for a long time we are going to talk about what it's like to be a child of a birth worker and we're actually going to interview our own children which yes i'm this so could, excited this could go one of two ways it could be a total and complete shit show like that one night in key west where i made all those noises in the bathroom or i vomited i think that was technically the early morning yeah, woke up naked yeah. somehow or it could go great and our kids will be just as good at podcasting as we are we don't we'll, know i think we'll it'll be a happens. pleasant mix of both it's a mixed just like bag. that trip i gave oscar one rule what try not to cuss why that, oh okay yeah I mean, it's fine because it's our podcast, but also there's other children. But before we invite them in, so maybe we should like talk about what we think it's like having kids as a from the aspect of like being a yeah one of the and then and then after the break we'll let them finish up the last half with their interviews so my biggest fear as a birth worker that I was explaining earlier and we'll ask them in the end is my biggest fear is that they will hate midwifery. And, you know, any birth work at Mm -hmm. all because Mm -hmm. it's dominated their lives for so long because it's you can't be a midwife or a doula. And and it's it's, I mean, it's a whole family affair. Like everyone is involved. Like we're going to have Christmas day early this year. And I'm going to lie and say it's Christmas and the calendars are wrong. Whatever. (laughs) So uh, my fear is they'll be like, I hate midwifery and everything it stands for. And I'm going to see section all of my babies. And also they hear like all of our stories. So like for young kids, those can be pretty intense and off putting. (laughs) And kids tend to also do the opposite of their parents. So like I, I know that in my own personal life, like my mom is super structured and rule oriented and I'm just like, la 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 
mermaid, mermaid. I hate rules. I hate authority. I hate everything. And then my oldest daughter is like, your mom. Could you please give me a schedule and tell me exactly what to do at all times? And I don't want to break a single rule. And I'm like, no, nope, you just send her to nope, me. She's no. like a girl after my own heart. That's not something I want to do. So I'm afraid they're going to do that in their life. And I try to imagine what it'll be like for me. Like, what if my kids grow up and they get pregnant and they decide to like have plans cesareans and once told me she was gonna do that yeah have a plan cesarean they formula feed they circumcise their kids oh my god i don't know what i would would do i'm in a panic right now it would be terrible i'm gonna have to work on this yeah we are gonna have to work on this can you imagine if one of my kids wanted to circumcise their son no i cannot no i would die a slow death no or a quick one oh my god do you remember when we got into that argument about circumcision at the bar yeah i do do. Mm -hmm. that was fun Mm -hmm. i enjoyed that and i was drunk so i just kept saying mutilated dicks are stupid and then mutilated dicks are in her defense in her defense they were all making fun of their one uncircumcised friend calling his penis an anteater so we got real pissed that was so rude but one guy walked by and you yelled mutilated dicks are horrible and he goes well, I'm circumcised and it's not my fault. And then he kept walking. It was like it was like a okay, TV moment. Okay. I was like, Jessica, I think you're hurting people's feelings. Drunk Jess might have been a little aggressive. I can't I can't take responsibility for everything I do when no. I'm drinking. But, but I was trying to stick up for the dude that they were making up for. Well, I or think making we should fun of. Secretly, without warning, ask the kids, our kids, their thoughts on circumcision. That's a good idea. Let's do that. I too. actually feel like our kids are on the same page as us with that. I don't know. We've talked about it, but I have no idea. No, I feel like they are. I will be really shocked if they're not. Um, so is that your biggest fear about your work, Jess? The yeah, that, that my kids will like there? do the opposite of everything that it's not just that I hold it dear. It's just like it seems to me like to make so much sense that if it was like. But you have to take it as a learning yes. moment because in your mom's mind, yeah. how she does things makes so much exactly. sense and you're little you're you're playing out your biggest nightmare yep. for your mother I right really, now you're her biggest nightmare i am i am but not mine but not in the birth world not in the birth world yeah that's true that that stuck so yeah. oscar came home one time this has nothing to do with talking about moms but he came home and he was like we started sex ed today but it's called family living or whatever it's called and i was like oh that's cool he goes mom do you know how stupid people are? I'm like, they're not stupid. So they're just not educated. He goes, today we learned about how the um, the egg is fertilized in the fallopian tube. Who doesn't fucking know that? Who doesn't fucking know that the egg is fertilized in the fallopian tube? A lot of his classmates yeah. thinks it comes from a cabbage patch. <laughs> and so. I was like, Oscar, I didn't know that until I was an adult. So I'm just saying, you're, you're advanced. You're so, above yeah, so that's one thing. Our kids know a lot more, I feel, about sex and reproduction than most kids. So I was watching New Girl with my kids the other day. I love that show. So it's funny. one of my binge watching One of my shows. favorite parts of the it's trip was just... watching you guys watching New Girls on the airplane and laughing out oh, loud. God, laughing so hard. <laughs> And so, um, so we were watching an episode right after I got home this week and it was the episode where Winston's wife is about to have a baby and he goes, I'm just imagining her laying in that bed and the baby starts to come out of her butthole and Ren looks at me and she goes, ah, that's so dumb. Babies don't come out of buttholes. They come out of vaginas. Doesn't everybody know that? No, they don't. <laughs> Wait, there's more than one hole? <laughs> oh, God. My that's kids are like, there's three that's holes. That's my least favorite conversation to have with clients. 
Yeah, right? And what? so our kids know a lot about their bodies. They know a lot about where babies come from. My kids have been watching birth videos since mm-hmm. they literally came. I mean, Ren was at Evie's birth. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the idea of birth to them is not like, if I'm like, do you want to watch this birth video? And they're like, that is so old. That's so like, boring. But boring. That's so last season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so centuries ago. Yeah. What's, do you have any fears of being a birth working mom, even though Meredith... I'm scared all of my children are to think I'm an unreliable asshole that abandons them all the time. Gotcha. I wonder where that comes from. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> but I think it's a lot of... like I'm, I want to hear what they have to say, because I do want to I'm ask, excited to hear what they have to say. I want to ask some of these questions, but I think a lot of like birth work... Everyone used to say, like, my boss, for one, would say, like, well, I missed 10 years of my kids growing up. And mm-hmm. I always said, I'm not going to do that. Like, I'm not going to put it first. And I do think I do a really good job of you doing do that. You do such a you good are, job. Yeah, and you good literally attitude. put yourself into a panic when you're out of birth thinking about the ways you can balance it out at home when you're done. Right. But then I try to, like, have a funny attitude about it. Like, of course, I'm going to miss it because I'm in a birth. So I don't know. We'll see what they say. Yeah. <laughs> and might be failing. I think I've learned the trick is just to not make promises. Just, like, let yes. your time with them happen or organically as it's going to oh. because the second you make a promise you it's, aren't going to yeah. be there ren so. woke up ren woke up yesterday or the day before that and she goes mom i just had this dream that you had to leave for a birth in washington dc she's like do you have to leave for a birth in washington dc i was like no so i'm not cute. she's like oh god it was just a dream oh that's <laughs> like, so sweet so adorable yeah but it's just like I don't know. It's it's I think it's good in some ways, although I wanted to go back to my mom loves to tell the story about me. I don't remember a time that I ever didn't know about like sex and bodies. I don't know if it came naturally. I was the person who helped like all of my friend group learn how to put that in sense. learn how to put in tampons. Like I taught myself. <laughs> but when I was in middle school and I was taking sex ed, my mom, she just adores telling the story. I should get it on camera and put it on our social media. But she's like, she got, a, she came in to pick me up one day and a teacher came up to her and was like, oh my gosh, your daughter is doing so well in our class. She answers almost every question. <laughs> in far more detail than anticipated. She's getting all A's. And my mom was like, that's so amazing. What class is it? And she's like, it's sexual education. <laughs> And my mom, who doesn't know what doggy style is. Nothing. She knows nothing. Is like, what? (laughs) Who is teaching her about sexual education? She's actually teaching the class now. She knew more than the instructor, so she's now teaching the class. I don't know where this came. But my mom has always been, like, even though she doesn't know a lot of, like, sexual terms, she has always been very open about, like, bodies and periods and, like, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know if she very slowly introduced it to me just in normal conversations. I don't remember. I just always... I just remember the first time I had to put on, I was like, oh, I got my period. And I like read the tampon box and I was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I can totally insert that into my vagina. Got it. I felt like I was winning when we were at a friend's house and Penny's playing with these dolls and the she has the doll going to the bathroom and then she's got this little Tupperware container underneath the doll. And I was like, what's that, Penny? And she's like, oh, it's her cup for her blood. <laughs> Diva and cup. I was like, That's look, amazing. and I like looked over at her little friend, and her friend clearly was like, uh, oh, what blood? What? And then I was like, oh, God, are we going to have to do this conversation right now? And then, the, of course, it, they're children, so they just flip it off to something else. But I was like, that's awesome. But now she, now people are going to think I just saved my period blood, which I don't do that. No. <laughs> but a lot of people do, though. A lot of people do. So I have done that in the past. I do not do that anymore. <laughs> I get 
see you doing that. Brock came out yesterday. Here is the lifeblood full of stem cells for <laughs> you, Rosebush. It's called the Moon Garden. I'm not doing that. that uh, oh, I'm currently bleeding. Yesterday was like me my too. I'm also currently bleeding. And I walked out of the bathroom and I like grabbed my crotch and went, oh, I'm just bleeding to death. And Brock goes, where are you bleeding from? I said, my vagina. And he goes, what? And I was like, what? And he goes, why are you bleeding from your vagina? I said, I have my period. Look it up. And I walked away. <laughs> Chuck Inform like, yourself, child. Chuck was like, okay, look, you can't just say, like, all the other kids got a full. No, listen, you like, can't. You just gave up on the last one. Your five-year-old knows how to play, like, Minecraft. He'll just be like, I just made a portal into the netherworld. If I just put this and this and this and this fire block, However, then I, would I would like look. to say, I don't want look my. look up what a freaking period But is. I don't want my clients <laughs> doctor Googling period, so I sure hell don't want a child no. doctor googling yeah, period yeah, so my yeah. thing is i've always taught my kids whatever they're interested in so if they say to me what is a b and c so some of them were asking from like the age of five but mm-hmm. others like were just they didn't care yeah it was like seven or eight before they were like well what's a period why does my penis get hard? What yeah. is a vagina for? You know, all these questions. Brock's too interested in his own shit to care about any other person's body Brock's function. Still, he's too busy with his foreskin going, look what I can do. Look what I can do. God, all day he plays with that thing. And Chuck has no part in it. He doesn't ever, ever explain. Ask your mom. And I'm like, listen, you're the one with the penis. Why do I have to answer the foreskin questions? Day long. Don't you remember the time that you were like, Chuck, you need to have a sex talk with our son and I don't want to do it. Uh, so you're gonna have to go do it yourself. And he was like, uh, yeah. um, I'm not gonna, uh, I'm not emotionally uh, prepared for that. I'll just show him a porn. Like, <laughs> Bad idea. I'll show him that porn where the deer gets done by the hunter and then it oh, just becomes this beautiful love thing. No, no, that's not a thing. Do not show that porn. <laughs> I still remember. I still remember the first time my kids asked me about sex. I think it was Ren because, you know, Ren is like drunk me. She like holds nothing back. Ren is drunk. You. She mm-hmm. is drunk me. She goes, Mom, what's sex? And she was like five, I think. And Lila was a little bit older and she got embarrassed quicker than Ren because. Because that's Lila. Lila so is like sober everybody. And so like. Um, I'm in the car and I was like, sex is when two people like each other and the man puts his penis inside of her vagina and it usually feels good. And then sometimes they can make a baby. And Ren is like, okay, that's awesome. (laughs) And Lila goes, all right. I don't want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's because your name is Killjoy. (laughs) That literally sums up your children so well. (laughs) Did I tell the story already about how Chris learned about sex? No. I'm going to tell a short version, but this is so funny. He came home from school when he was five in kindergarten, and he goes, Mom, Mom, somebody just told me that you could put your penis into a girl's vagina, and it's called sex. Is that what sex is? (laughs) And I was like, okay, yes. Deep breath. Yes, sex is when a man puts his penis into a vagina. He literally whips out his teeny five-year-old penis and goes, well, it says smushy, and he's flopping it. (laughs) How are you supposed to get into a vagina? Look at it. It just flops there. (laughs) And I said, (laughs) so then I'm like, do not laugh. Don't laugh. Do not laugh. Think of lots of unhappy things. So I said, okay, okay. So when you are (laughs) happy, happy, happy. And so when you're older, when you're older, a a a a person could be a man, could be a woman, will give you feelings, 
and the feelings will make your penis stick up. <laughs> and when it does stick up, you're able to then put it into, let's just say, a vagina. And he An goes, orifice. He goes, oh, oh. Okay, that makes sense. And he ran away. And I was like, well, that was easy. So that night, Chuck comes home and he sits on the couch and I jump on top of him. Like I jump <laughs> on his lap and I'm like, da, 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 da. and he goes, he walks over and he goes, mom, go upstairs and give Chuck the feeling so he can put his penis inside you and you can have sex. <laughs> he sounded like a morning like radio host and you can have sex. And Chuck goes, fucking get off me right now. What's happening? Oh my God. Are you pimping me out? Why is your son pimping me out? And I was like, so I started laughing and I was like, this is a whole story. There's a story. I swear. So then the next morning we're sleeping and, and or, uh, Chris comes to the door. And he goes, knock, knock, knock. Mom, can I come in? Or are you guys having sex? And I was like, oh my God. Now they'd be like, yeah, we're having sex. Go away. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so oh. weird because half my kids think sex is disgusting. That happened to me like a year ago. And I didn't know my kids knew that much about sex. And one day it was the morning time and we were trying to have sex and the door was locked. And Ren starts knocking on the door and she's like, I hear on the outside. And we're like, just go away. Just go away. Just give us 15 minutes. It was minutes. like that a 40 year old, yeah, it was whatever like, it is. This is 40. <laughs> like, just please, please go away. And so then I hear her on the outside of the door and she goes, God, I just want to go into the bedroom and I can't because my dad is having sex with my mom. <laughs> How do they even know that? Oh my God. Oh. Also, I can't climax anymore, so you're going to have to get off of me. Yeah, go away. This is no longer a thing. Chuck and I will sometimes laugh because I'll be like, look, there's no one around. And then I'll slowly reach my hand and I'll touch his dick and I'll be like, mom. And he's like, what? Does my dick have like a like Alarm. a radio thing that when you touch it's it or like, look at it? It's like one of those witching sticks that finds water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it gets hard and a kid pops out. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, what time okay, is it? We're supposed to let our time, kids talk at some point. It's time for us to go to our break now. Poor Oscar so, has heard so much about his parents' sex. So much. I so can't. we're, we're going to go to our break. And when we come back, we're going to interview our kids. And hopefully it will be just as funny as, I mean, I, this sounded That's funny high to me. So. And I would apologize in advance for Oscar's language. But I There's won't. There's no point. Yeah. So enjoy this delightful break. Cue the music. Oh, yeah. So today's sponsor for our episode is actually us. We have big goals in mind with our podcast, and we are trying to reach a wider audience. In order to do this, we are launching a Patreon account. If you don't know what a Patreon account is, it is an avenue for people to become patrons of our podcast. There'll be three levels of support that you can give us, and you'll have special offers available only to patrons. One of the goals that we're trying to accomplish with this account is to reach the deaf community. In order to do this, we've been trying to videotape every single one of our episodes and give closed captioning so that our deaf audience can also enjoy the podcast. We found this to be a lot more difficult than we thought it would be, and we need professional help. So if you would like to help us in this endeavor to be able to hire someone to do our closed captioning and reach the deaf community, check out our Patreon account. It will be full of fun offers available just to patrons. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast, and we look forward to entertaining you for a long time. Back to the episode. Welcome back from that delightful break. 
We finally stopped laughing over all of the things we were talking about before the break. And so now we have our children in the room and we're first going to start by letting them introduce themselves. Evie, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, my name is Evie. I am nine years old. My mom, Kim, is a midwife. And I'm already half famous, so I'm going to be more famous after this. So <laughs> famous. I don't know where she gets that from. She's very humble. <laughs> the most humble of <laughs> yes, all I of am. us. All right. Lila, would you like to introduce yourself? I am Lila. I am 11 years old. And my mom, Jess, is a doula. And a birth assistant for out-of-hospital midwives. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she could have done that. Yeah. And Oscar, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Oscar. I am 15 years old, and my mom, Kim, is a midwife. Awesome. Yeah, you did it. <laughs> Next time, hold the mic closer to your face, or else we're going to start, or else we'll start We'll start calling you Meredith I can't otherwise. promise that. So Oscar does a lot of funny voices, so I think that he's going to be doing, he's going to be, he's going to be doing that. They can't hear you <laughs> without the mic. Right now. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just going to let Oscar hold my mic, and we should just okay. let them hold them unless we're talking. All right, so I'm going to start Yay. talking first, though. So the first question we're going to ask is, um, what do you like about having a mom who is a birth worker? Who wants to go first? Oh, the Haynes kids are coming in hot. Let's let Oscar go first since you introduced yourself first. <laughs> okay, so my favorite part about my mom being a midwife is she is able to be home all the time, work from home all the time, so I can always see her, and it's awesome. Hmm. That's like the opposite of what we would have thought. That's the opposite. Is that? Are you done talking, or you want more? That is all I have for now for this question, but to be continued. Okay. You don't have anything else to say right now? No, I do not. Okay, Evie. Evie, you go. Oh, uh, what, like what I like about my mom being a midwife is whenever... My vagina hurts, or <laughs> she, she. That's knows right, girl. Keep going. <laughs> she knows exactly what to do. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> she knows how to solve all your personal problems. All right, Lila. Oscar, when your vagina hurts, do I know what to do? <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if he had one. <laughs> <laughs> what I like about having a mom birth worker is whenever, even though she is on call a lot of the time, she still is home a lot, and so I get to see her a lot of the time. That's okay. I was not expecting you. That is a great answer. <laughs> that's what my mom would say. Basically, my greatest fear is null and void, so that's awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, those are awesome. And just remember that there's no bad answers. We want to hear... <laughs> We want to hear what you. We want to hear what you really think. So, do you have anything else to add for that question? No, that is all I had to say. Thank you. I am Evie. <laughs> it is annoying to have your parents home every single second of the day. <laughs> I can second that. Layla, you are such a jerk. <laughs> so then, along that question, what is? What is the worst part about having a mom that's a birth worker? Are there any bad parts yeah, to can it? You, can you turn sideways again? Oscar, go. <laughs> uh, the bad part would be uh, she is home all the time, but when she does have to leave, she is gone for quite a while, which is very unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Aw, he really loves spending time with you. Aw. Oh, I love it. Hey, um, do you remember that, part, that time I missed your birthday? 
All the time, yes. <laughs> four <laughs> years like, in I a row. Mean, like the four times you've done that. Haven't you missed like every single one of his birthdays for the last four years? She was at like birth. every time she's gone to a birth, the babies are like, let's just have her miss her son's birthday over and over again. Because <laughs> we want to have one at nighttime so she can miss her son's birthday. Right now, yeah, every time we're gonna be selfish. You just have a popular <laughs> birthday, Oscar. I, I, I apparently do. Okay, Lila, what do you think is the worst thing about having a mom who's a birth worker? Um, Even though they're home a lot still, if we have any plans while they're on call, we do need to be ready in case um, it gets canceled because they have to go to a birth. That's true. That is very true. That's, That's really also my answer. least favorite thing about being a birth worker. Oh, yeah, that sucks. I love being a birth worker, but it's my least favorite. Evie, what do you think? Um, Hold the microphone to your... The least favorite part of my mom being a birth worker is because we only have so much time to spend with her because sometimes she has to go to postpartums and births. Mm-hmm. Like the day before Christmas, she goes to a birth and she has to sleep in because she gets really tired. And then around lunchtime, we open our presents and we're all like, we could have done this in the morning. <laughs> That's true. Selfish babies. <laughs> Taking away our family time. Babies babies don't wait for anybody. So what I'm hearing is we're all home a lot for all the stupid pointless times, but when it really matters, that's when we leave. When yeah, when we're really right. needed, that's when we bail. Yeah, exactly. It is absolutely true. <laughs> Do you think there's anything about this benefits or things you don't like about the stuff that you've learned being the kids of birth workers um like stuff you may have learned that maybe other kids don't know about because your parents are birth workers do you think there's any bad parts or good parts about that or no there's not really any bad parts we basically just like know um more stuff than some kids of about birth and stuff because our parents are birth workers do you ever remember a time when you didn't know what a birth looked like? Um, no, I don't know. No. How many birth videos have you watched in your life? Probably like two bajillion. <laughs> two bajillion. <laughs> Same <laughs> with me. Jessica, Jessica gets Meredith. home. Like, hey, I just did. A, we just helped do like a postpartum and a birth. Here you go. Watch this video for the next two hours. Yes. Oh, I've Meredith always said two bajillion. <laughs> I've always wanted to when I was younger. I'd be like, Mom, can I watch um, a random video of a random mom giving birth? And she was like, as long as you don't show any of your friends, okay, I'm fine with it. <laughs> it's weird It's weird because, like, um, I like watching other parents, like, um, giving birth and birth videos, but I don't like watching my birth and birth videos. How weird. When I, I watched my... I no, I don't know why. I've just, like, always just, like, Never, never watched it whenever my mom put it on. Yeah, like when I watched Brock be born, I was like, this is grosser than I thought it would be. Then watching birth videos, <laughs> it's way louder. Evie, <laughs> Evie do you remember um, that phase you went through when you were talking about moms giving birth and their tearing situation do you remember oh that? my yes i'd what? be like i every time i saw a mom pregnant or like anybody i knew that was pregnant i'd be like i would um be like um you watch out because your vagina could rip when you have a baby <laughs> but but don't worry because my mom knows what to do <laughs> <laughs> 
That's yes, and I would be like, Evie, too much, too much, Evie, too much. What? Uh, too bad. Um, I I already kind of said it on the camera. So, <laughs> Lila, do you have any memories of when your sister was born and what you remember about that? I remember I always wanted to get in the tub while um Rem was being born. A lot of kids are like that. Yeah. Yes, I was exactly like that. <laughs> you just wanted to get in the tub with. Yeah, I wanted to be in the tub with blood in it, <laughs> but <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my now, gosh, what is what now, is this? Now stuff? thinking about, it, I'm like, ew, that's disgusting. It is. <laughs> ew, like um um. Now that I just realized it's blood, I'm gonna step out of the bathtub. <laughs> When I was pregnant with Evie, Oscar swore he was going to catch her. And we watched vid- we watched videos. We watched so many birth videos to prepare him. And then, Oscar, did you catch Evie? No, nah, no, nah, I did not. I, I he did was not too scared. At all. Did you pass out? I do no. not remember. It was a long time ago. By the way, I'm Long, Evie. long ago on that fateful day, I did not do what I swore to do. I came out as a tiny girl, but now I am famous. I am, I am famous. Take someone, take the mic away from her. <laughs> now okay. we're going to start limiting so your mic time. Let's move on to the next. Be a Hollywood star in her twenties. Let's move on to the next question. So, what's the grossest or funniest thing that has happened because your mom does birth work? <laughs> I was really easy um, waiting for that. Hold on, Lila. Okay, Lila. I don't, I don't really remember what maybe the grossest thing is, but I remember that one time. Um. My mom had brought home someone's placenta from a birth, and um, she was like, why don't you touch it? So then I touched it, and she took a picture, and then she put it on my second-grade yearbook in front of everyone. That's allowed. I was so proud. That's allowed to have it. That's allowed on a yearbook? She helped me do a placenta print. <laughs> oh, you told her that? <laughs> I refuse to believe I thought, that's allowed. I, thought your mom just I was like, I got the yearbook in the mail, and I was like, Mom, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the correct reaction to have. Oh, that's that's hilarious. Did she say, Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, that. So what's the, the what's the grossest <laughs> what's the grossest or funniest thing that's happened to you, Evie? Um. The ripping vagina part was actually mine, but that I was also the grossest thing when you learned about have that. Have another one. Okay. Um, I would always want to see the babies that my mom took pictures of after births, so she would show me, and they'd be like white with just pink and white. And I'd be like, that is gross. Really, really <laughs> gross, Mom. Why would a baby be like that? Are you talking about the cheesy vernixy stuff that would be on their skin? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? And like their weird colors after they're born? Or maybe she's just yes, saying not, not all babies are cute. That's okay. That's not what I'm saying. Just Ouch. weird white stuff. Ew. Okay. <laughs> it's disgusting. All right. Let's, yeah, let's, let's go with that. ask Oscar. Oscar, what, what is the worst or funniest or grossest thing about, about you know having me as a midwife? All right, so a while back, apparently, me and my mom's phones used to share, used to share, uh, I could see all the pictures she would take, so I would go onto my camera to go see, like, a picture I took, and it's just 
pictures and pictures and pictures of vaginas everywhere. And it was n- not fun Kim at did, all. So Kim didn't realize that their Google accounts were connected <laughs> no, through their phones. not at phones. all. Yeah, that's what those vaginas were. Definitely, definitely birth vaginas. <laughs> oh, yeah, just tell you what that is. There was an incident. <laughs> all right. Anything else? Does anyone else have anything else to say about the grossest or funniest thing that's happened? Uh, I've got a couple of another funny one. Go, go, yeah. There's Tell these us. times where I'm in my room playing a game and I'll come downstairs to try to get something to eat and I just hear all of you having a wonderful conversation about your about all this sex and birth stuff and it's it's just fantastic is, for me to hear. That has happened to me like 30 times. You so also wait. tend to walk downstairs at the least opportune moment. So what you're saying, yeah, so yeah, you I get really to do. listen to all your parents' sex stories. Is that what you're saying? That is exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Well, you better get used to it because you're editing our podcast. So. Yeah, that is that is very true. I yeah, that's not gonna be that'll be interesting. No, I'm still editing the podcast. He's editing the videos. Oh, that's that's right. He has add the he's going to add the closed captions to our videos. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a good question. Does watching us do this work make you love or hate birth work? Um, I think for me, it's I don't actually I. I like it because it teaches you, like, so much about birth stuff, but it's also kind of gross. Okay. Do you think that knowing what I do that you would ever want to do what I do, or do you think that it makes you, like, completely be like, there's no way in H-E double hockey sticks I'd ever want to go anywhere near that? (laughs) Um, What a metaphor. It's not because you do it, but I still would not want to do that. Good answer. Good answer. What about you guys? Um, I like it and don't like it because my mom always talks about how hard it is to deliver a baby. And then she like changes it every time. Like, oh, it's super easy to have a baby. We'll help you. And then every time she changes it. <laughs> it's, it goes from, it's everything. It's so easy to don't do it. It hurts. Same. Yeah, it's probably what I'll do. So you guys get mixed messages. Sometimes you see that birth is so easy when we have an easy birth, and it's like, you can totally do it, and then other times it's like, that was the literally the worst thing. Yeah, you just, when my mom tells me when it's hard, and I'm like, maybe I don't want to have a baby, or maybe I do not want to be a midwife, but then she says, oh, it's so easy. I'm like, oh, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> so, so, what, so what you're saying, Evie, is there's a tiny chance that you'll be a third generation midwife yes <laughs> awesome Aww. i want to bring it on with my family hopefully when i have a daughter or if i don't they might be one um, <laughs> so oscar do you ever see yourself being like an ob or working in birth at all or if you end up being with someone who has a baby how that would make you feel i most likely don't see myself working in this department does not <laughs> interest me as much as it does some people the vagina department or the birth department <laughs> all of the above oh great of course you don't oscar do not you exactly don't like those find conversations. that to be super interesting yeah um but i suppose it's an open door at this point if i ever have to he said open door and vagina department in the same sentence that's my boy <laughs> <laughs> That's the Oscar I know. <laughs> um, totally maybe, my mother. Maybe Ren will carry. My sister Ren will carry on the generations of being a doula for my mom. But I have never been interested in that. 
Me and Rem might be one together because we both love hearing stories and we wish to see or go with our moms to... And Ren was at your birth, so you were the first birth she ever attended. Yes, and I am very sad. <laughs> I wanted to be a, at a, I wanted to be a baby at someone else's. I wanted to be a baby. At Evie, you attended birth. births for ten months when you were little. Yes, I. Uh, I told Lila all about that. Actually, I'm sure you did. Hey, yes, I we did. have some surprise. So we questions. have some surprise questions, guys. Surprise. Are you ready for them? Yeah. With no warning. <laughs> With no warning whatsoever, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with a big one. Okay. Okay. And this I has big and this has nothing to do with birth, so this is gonna be a shocking question. Are you okay. ready? Yes. Listening to me and Meredith and Jessica over the years, what do you think about circumcision? I hate it. Oh, right out of the right out um, of the gate. I was about to answer that. I most but... certainly do not agree with it. I I don't really feel that that's fair for the child. As of the fact that you're making the decision to do that, I feel like it's just not the right thing to do because in the future they could hear about this and be, "Why would you do that to me?" or something like that. Yeah, and if and if um they want to get circumcised, they could just do it when they get older, and they could have the choice too. Yes, um, moms and dads should not make their childs do it when they're very little because it is certainly a bad idea even though my mom did it to me (laughs) yes and i would like to say i am truly sorry for allowing that doctor to cut part of your oh my uh, god why would you do that mom i didn't know that (laughs) okay i'm sorry okay i didn't know any better so maybe it's fine we can all breathe a sigh of relief so far because that would be the hardest thing for me is if one of my kids wanted to circumcise (laughs) my grandson i would literally how could you do this jess had already started making a kidnap plan if that had been the case (laughs) Of For course, sure. I might not do that to my kids. I would definitely see that happening. I will make the decision myself. It should be no. It should be no. <laughs> or you'll, or you'll <laughs> let, or you'll let them make the decision themselves. Yes, I will yes, let them do that. make the decision. Probably. I'm 100 percent to com- committed to not committing. That's 100 percent. My mom is right because she knows me. <laughs> That's true. Okay, as children, Lila, Evie, and Oscar, do you see yourself having kids? And if so, in or out of the hospital? There's no wrong answer. Uh, I think I probably see myself having kids in a home birth. Good answer. There's no wrong answers. I would love to have at least two children of my own at an at-home birth because over the years of listening to my mother and her friends talking, I realize now that hospital birth is definitely not the correct decision. Unless do, absolutely needed to be. You do realize that if you want to have two children of your very own, you might have to get more interested in the vagina department. <laughs> yes, you will, I Oscar. I beg to differ. <laughs> That's um, true. There's other routes. There's Oscar other knows routes. that if he decided not to be interested in the de- in the vagina department, he could he could be a sperm donor. Yeah, a baby and be there while they were having their baby. That's very true. There's so many different routes. I that was very not PC of me. Yes, that was very un PC of you, Jessica. <laughs> okay. Take that, Jess. Um, I would have my. I wish to have three children. Um, I would like to have at least two of them at my house when I'm older. 
gonna have the third one at the hospital to just like let's just find out which one's better here. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just gonna have one, at least one, at the hospital to see what experience that would be if I like it or not like it, so I could choose to go. Even though home it'd be cheaper to do it at home because your mom's a midwife. Or hospital birth. To to we go to that. go along with that question, I just thought of another one. If you were to have your baby at home, do you think that you would want to have your mom deliver your baby, or do you think you'd want to hire a completely stranger midwife? I would want my mom there 1,000%. I only trust her. Yes. Thanks, Oscar. I would like my mom to be there, um, and other people I do want to be there. Some people I would not, but... She made made eye contact with me when she said both of those things, so I don't know which section I fall into. As long as I know them, it's fine. I don't want some random person over here just just looking at my wife's vagina or something. But Uh, anyway, I probably... That doesn't sound fun at all. I probably will have... I'll probably have Kim married with her mom. Probably mom. And if not mom, then I would probably only, like, have a doula who mom recommends. Um, anyways, I trust... You guys so happy. I trust my mom Here's your soul. (laughs) (laughs) I trust my mom at births because she knows so much about vaginas and babies that I very much (laughs) trust her. I thought I was in dead inside, guys, but you just made me feel some things. You've been brought back to <laughs> life. Jessica, I'm so sorry. I take that back. <laughs> so, aside from birth work, it, do you ever wish that your mom had another job? And if so, what do you think that job should be? And what do you want to be when you grow up? Two questions. Um, I want to be an interior designer when I grow up. And I don't know if I would want mom to have a jo- another job. And if I did, I don't know what it would be. So she's really good at her job, so maybe she should just keep it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> uh, I, know, I know the question. I would like to be a doula or a midwife when I grow up following my mom. Following my mom and Jessica. And... Meredith. <laughs> Meredith. What was second? If my mom would have another job... I think it would be good if she had uh, nunny, none other job because she's great with that job. Because I don't know any other one, so I'm not letting her have another job ever. Mom, never, never leave your job. You're great at it. Oscar, what did you just say? I said you're basically saying she's only good at one thing. So sorry. Um, not really. She's great. If mom had another job, the only other job I would want her to have, with along with being um, a doula, would be getting paid to sleep because she needs to sleep after going in a long births. That sounds like the greatest job in the world, right there. Yeah, Oscar would. Oscar would definitely like that. I was hoping she was gonna say because you do it all the time and you're really good at it. (laughs) No, Oscar would love that job. He'd just be like, that would have been so much better. Although she would just be like, peoples, thank you for this job. I'm the only person in the world I get it. I mean, I take that job any day. Yes, Oscar, what's your answer? Would you prefer me to have another job? If so, what? And then what do you plan on being as an adult? I mean, you're almost an adult now, so. Uh, I definitely would not want my mother to have another job because if she had another job other than this one, she would not be the fantastic mother she is right now. Job. She would Are not be crying? the fantastic mother right? she is without this job. 
Listen, I would say he's buttering me up, but he compliments me all yeah, the time. Yeah, no, this is all the time. Also, he wants a computer, so maybe <laughs> that could be what he's going no, for. No, this is completely unrelated. I'm actually serious about that one. Oh, I see goodness. your glasses fogging up. <laughs> and then, Oz, what do you want to do when you grow up? Uh, I would I would love to go into studying and being a forensic scientist. And you are really good at that. Good at it already. I I'm really hoping that is what I can do for a career when I'm older. That would be amazing. That's awesome. I just wanted to throw in one more question because we do have like a a couple more minutes. Um, So we talked about birthing at home or in hospital. We talked about circumcision. How do you guys feel about breastfeeding? I love breastfeeding. Oh, really? How many children have you breastfed, Lila? <laughs> Zero. <laughs> but when you have your babies, do you feel like you definitely would like to breastfeed if you can? Yeah. What do you like about it? Um, that you're not getting the fake powder stuff, milk stuff <laughs> that you're getting. Yeah, it's more natural. Do you remember breastfeeding? Um, yes. One time when I was little, my mom, so after I stopped breastfeeding for a little bit, then I wanted to breastfeed more. So then, and then, um, mom, and then mom was like, I'm done with this. No way. And then, um, I was like, so then I would always be like, mom, my eye hurts. And then she'd be like, here, let me squirt some milk in it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, one time, so one time I'm like, okay. And then as soon as she squirted, I was like, and then I caught it with my mouth, and I caught the milk with my mouth. <laughs> Jess, you have a natural-born genius over here. Breast milk was my answer to everything. So you pretended to, to have an eye infection so that you can jump like a dolphin and catch the breast milk as it squirted into your eye? Yes, Just, like, it jump worked. up and, like, grab the nipple and continue to suck the milk. And it worked. Lila. You are so For the record, girl. I did not cut her off early. She breastfed until she was almost four. So. <laughs> I wouldn't really know if that's called cutting her off early, but okay. It's not. See, that was unexpected. You didn't know all these. She was like in the corner, just like plotting how she was going to get her next hit of your breast milk. That delicious, delicious liquid gold. What about Only you, you could have recorded that. that what about hilarious. you, Evie? How do you feel about breastfeeding? Um, when I'm older, when I have kids, I would love to breastfeed because I don't want to use bottles and get that stuff that Lila said. Um, I would like to, it to come right out of my boobs because it is very fresh <laughs> and not out of the refrigerator. Shit, Shit that's fresh. <laughs> so fresh and so clean, clean. Yeah, let's go with that. Just FYIs, it's called formula. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and and it's a great option for people who can't or would prefer not to breastfeed. Because I remember how it tasted, and it tasted good. Depending on where you get it from. <laughs> do you remember breastfeeding? Yes, I do. Do you remember breastfeeding from me? Yes, actually. I'm sorry, what? I didn't know about this. You didn't know I breastfeeded no, from I Jessica? Evie would slide up to Jessica all creepy and say, Hey, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica. Jessica. And Jess would go, Hey, Evie. Jessica. And she'd go, I nurse you? No. She used to say, she used to say like this, I nurt. I require to nurt. 
And so we do have a picture of me nursing her and Ren at the same time. Because yes, I used to come to your house at 4 a.m. and babysit her while you went. I remember oh, I just trying was. to yeah. push her away because I wanted I wanted to go like one. And then that one was kind of empty. I'd be like, I want the other one. <laughs> so I was going to take that one. And then Ren would be like. We're going all like, double or nothing here. I, I felt like I could read her mind. She was just like this in her mind. I hate this girl. <laughs> oh my gosh, she is so selfish. <laughs> well, she definitely wouldn't have the wrong idea. Exactly, Oscar. Just you kidding, are correct. <laughs> okay, so it's time to finish. It's time to finish out our episode. Do you have anything else you I want, want to say Oscar about to this? I want Oscar to do one one voice. Oh god. Oh, he's gonna do these. I want. Okay, hold on. I want you I to am. answer a question as Bruce from Family Guy. So let's just ask Oscar some breast, some vagina or breastfeeding question. Yeah, I knew this was coming up. What is what is the best metaphor you could have for sex in that voice? You know what I you know what I'm fishing for. It's just so hard to do. I can't I can't do it without laughing. It's very <laughs> unfortunate. Because I would love to talk on and on about how much I love to suck on stamen. It'd be fantastic. I could go on and on with that. So what you're saying is you love to suck on stamen because you are a bee? Yes, I am okay. a bee. I, I love nectar. I love sucking on stamen all day long. It's fantastic to do. It's a great way to pass the time when you're not doing anything, like stinging people. <laughs> okay, do you guys have anything else you want to say about being the child of a birth worker to close this episode out? Yep, that's all I got. I wanted to add one more thing. Yeah. Um, go ahead, just go Evie. on. Put the microphone in your face. It's about breastfeeding. Yeah. When I was little, my mom would tell me. Well, when I now she tells me when I was little, I used to bite her nipples, just trying to go yes. like to go like. Uh, I, this is. But this did every child not really do that? Squishy. I'm just gonna bite it off, and um, I and then she would be like, ow, <laughs> and she would be like. That's a prehistoric uh, <laughs> memory over here. And then she's like, I'm going to tell you this when you're older so you understand how much it hurts. I don't actually have nipples anymore. <laughs> and she did. And she I will do. tell you when you're breastfeeding your own children. I do. Like in the middle of you bre- you're you're going to be in the middle of breastfeeding your child. Mom's going to walk up and be like, hey, remember that time you bit me while I was breastfeeding you? And then you're just going to get very afraid. You're going to look, s- look down at your baby. Baby's going to look back up at you. I still, <laughs> just, have, just like, I still just, have... I still have nipples, and my opinion about them being bitten may or may not have changed. Owie. <laughs> okay, well, my fears are laid to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oscar, a.k.a. Mini-Me, thinks I'm the best mom in the world, mm-hmm. so my life is complete. Mm-hmm. She is, and anyone that begs to differ can fight me. <laughs> yes. Now when I am older, when I'm breastfeeding my child, I will uh, remember what my mom said, and I'm going to be scared to breastfeed. Thank you, mother. Putting putting fear. We'll work through that with you. Putting fear into future breastfeeders everywhere. (laughs) And birthers. I'll be sure to just creep up behind you playing some horror theme music the whole time you're doing it. (laughs) 
Okay, so um, how do we finish out this episode? So basically, our children learn a lot from us. Our kids are and not. We learned fu- a lot from your children today. They're, and they're not fucked up. And Yay! also, I realize they hear a lot more things than we realize when oh, yeah. we think we're being quiet. Oh no! Many, many more things. I feel like your definition of quiet is way different than the one everyone we else We hear everything you right. say. I said, I okay, hear girls, my we're gonna, we gotta be really quiet to talk about this, and you're just screaming on the top of your lungs. And like, I mean, if that's quiet to you people, what is loud? Can I get a quick demonstration of what the hell that is? I think, I think you I just demonstrated know. the loud. Yeah. You're loud. I think we should all shout cheers. So the only Let's thing we have it. to say is our children, uh, they are learning from us all the time, whether that's a good or bad thing. And, and they don't hate us. Cheers! Yay! Woo-hoo-hoo! We love you. <laughs>